0: Podcast about everything related to Disney, Star Wars, and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, I got it all. I'm yeah, it down. you're doing it good. Getting it down. All right, I'm your host Joshua Mobley, and of course, I'm joined by Daniel Garrison, my that good friend. Hello. This is going to be a pretty short episode because we don't have a lot of news. Well, we always say that we well, said that but, last week, but we, we still can ramble. Hour. Like, yeah, we ramble a lot. Yeah, we do ramble a lot. We have so strong opinions. We do, but it'll be okay. Um... So, I mean, I don't really have anything else to talk about. We could just break right into the Disney
1: stuff. Let's just go straight we'll for it. We'll just go.
0: We're going straight into the Disney stuff. Um, our first and only piece of Disney news. Ooh. Oh, man. And we can talk about this a little bit. Yep. Prob- maybe. I don't know. Um, the long-awaited film Mona, which is an, uh, another Disney animated movie, Yep. Um, is getting teased by The Rock on Instagram. And apparently this Sunday... So, two days from now, yep. we'll actually have the first teaser for the movie ever.
1: Well, that's great. Yeah,
0: that's cool. I've been uh, I've, This movie's been in development for like three years or something. Pretty long time. Yeah. Um, and I'll just, for those of you out there that don't know what Mona is and have no clue what we're talking about, uh, I'll just read the synopsis really quick. A once-mighty demigod, played by Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yes! And a spirited <laughs> teenager... Auli Cravallo. I don't know how to say her name. That's fine. I know it's a lady, though. Yeah, sorry about that. Embark on an epic adventure across the ocean. That's literally all we know. But it takes place in, like, the Hawaiian Islands and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's apparently the first, like, Hawaiian princess or whatever in a Disney movie. And it sounds cool to me. Anything The Rock is in, I'm totally down with.
1: Oh, yeah. No, The Rock is definitely, <laughs> definitely one of my favorites. He also seems to be, like, very emotionally attached to this one. He yeah. has been very adamant and outspoken on this whole yeah. front. He's not, he's not
0: Hawaiian, is he? <laughs> 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 we both are like, I have no idea. Uh, I don't want to assume.
1: No, no, no. no. He, he, he might be Samoan, but...
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but th- this sounds cool. I remember seeing, like, some of the initial concept art for it like at d23 maybe three or four years ago whenever they first announced it um they haven't really they've been kind of teasing it here and there and then there were some actual pictures earlier in the year of the like the character models at some point um and then they finally are releasing also there was actually a a a nod to it in Zootopia when they go to the the weasel guy who's selling counterfeit DVDs or whatever. Oh, really? And they have all the stuff. Yeah, one of the DVD cases is Mona, but oh. it's been, like, changed. And I thought that was a really cool touch because I, I knew. I was like, oh, that's I've seen that before. That's the Mona art, like, of her on the boat and everything. Um, I don't remember what it was called, though.
1: That's, was, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, like, Easter eggs like that are pretty common yeah. in a lot of Disney movies. Also,
0: the Frozen 2 one.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: Which I'm 100% sure is happening. I mean, how could it not? Yeah.
0: um, Yeah, I, I'm i curious what you think. Because I, I, other than what I just read, we don't know anything about it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping, like, I'm glad that they're going for more of a uh, culturally diverse kind of Disney movie, just in general. Like, just because... Hawaiian culture I think is actually pretty unique and should be explored in the way that the rest of our other cultures seem to have. I mean granted there are plenty of cultures that you know Disney has not touched on, but this is going to be something that's I I'm excited for just because of that because we get to see we get to see something from that lens rather than what we're used to with like Cinderella or Snow White or anything like that.
0: Yeah. We've we've had enough parts with white people in them
1: yep gonna- <laughs> thank you thank you for just coming from it. two white guys <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: it's okay um yeah this it gets me excited just because i like i like it when disney does new stuff i'm yeah. not really a fan when they're just like hey man here's toy story seven toys in space or whatever Oh
1: but those space toys
0: i would actually watch that i would i would watch, watch that because so it's because you know what Toy Story Four is going to be—it's probably going to just be a retelling of the second movie, where it's like the little girls now lost the toys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, Tom Hanks is flipping out, and maybe this time it's like Buzz who gets put in a museum, and he's like, "I don't want to come home." And then Tom Hanks got to convince him. Yeah. Can we take a minute to acknowledge, like, in that first Toy Story movie, like, yeah. how evil Woody is?
1: He is a jerk.
0: (laughs) Woody's a jerk. (laughs) Like, I didn't realize when I was a little kid. And then I grew up and and we were like, yeah, let's rewatch Toy Story because Toy Story 3 is coming out. And we all sat and watched. Like, man, Woody is mean. Yeah, he is a selfish jerk. He's like this totalitarian cowboy who's just ruling the bedroom.
1: Yeah. And well, and anyway, whenever like that happens, it's just all of a sudden it's just like. You, he just has this iron grip on everything and once Buzz shows up, he's just like, Oh man
0: Buzz is like, I bring you freedom and yeah, joy exactly. <laughs> Woody's like, I'm not gonna tolerate that. I better push him out a window or whatever.
1: Yeah, it's it's very uh it's very like Shakespearean in that yeah. way. I'm just like, Yeah, I gotta time to stab my buddy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Although have you seen the original footage, like the original reel? No, no, no. Footage they got Pixar funded. They got Toy Story funded. It's no. horrifying. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah, what it's it's a crude rendering of Woody. Uh huh. Before he was like the Woody we know now. Yeah. And a very crude rendering of Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> <laughs> and they're in Andy's room, and uh, Woody is not too happy. And Woody like basically like. He like drops Buzz like behind a like a dresser or something and yeah. like keeps him there. And he has this like comment. I don't remember what the actual comment is, but it's like I'm gonna throw him in the trash or whatever. That's, and it's terrifying. But, but what's terrifying what's more terrifying about it is it was like before they got actual artists to really be on that project. <laughs> so like everything is like super crude. 3ds max looking oh no yeah it looks awful by today's standards but um it's interesting to look at because i mean it's what it's what started the whole thing yeah but it is uh equally horrifying (laughs) 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 sorry listeners i've been fighting a cold this whole week i don't know if you can tell so i have to keep angling away from the microphone to cough yeah but uh yeah mona that's really the only piece of Disney News we had this week, I mean, other than the fact that they're yeah, they were like, "Oh, we're gonna have this uh Latina princess, and at first, I was like, Oh, cool, and then I saw that it was a Disney Channel show, and I went, Oh, and I was like yeah not I don't know if I care that much about not that. excited anymore, if any of the children out there listening care, then more power to you, but i I'm an adult, and I just don't care about that kind of stuff,
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean that that's fine. By all means care. Go see it. Do everything that you want to and maybe it'll, you know, pick up steam and yeah. be awesome and catch everyone's attention.
0: Yeah. However, I want a petition. I actually thought about doing this at work today. I was like, huh. we should start a petition. <laughs> if not to create buzz around the show. But to <laughs> at least get this going. Because yeah. I think I think it's about it's about time Princess Leia gets inducted into the Hall of Princesses.
1: Oh, I feel like that's already a movement, man. It has to. It has to be. It has to like, be. Like, we can't be the first people to think this.
0: I feel like I am, because I I've, I think I Googled it once, and I got, like, nothing. Really? And I was like, man, that would be, like, this should be a thing. Like, oh, then we have to. Yeah. We'll start I'm like, that. why isn't she? At yeah. This point? I mean, you could be like, well, she's not a
1: Disney proper character, but... I mean, there's also been arguments made about, like, um, about Mulan, about how she's not a proper princess, but she's still in the, in the Disney princess-like doll That's collections true. and all these things. So I feel like if they can make an exception on one end, they can make an exception on another.
0: She was knighted by royalty, so...
1: Yeah. So whatever. Exactly.
0: She's also apparently the great stone dragon. Have you seen that dumb video?
1: No, I haven't. Oh, my
0: God. What? So there's this Ta- uh, talk to there's me. this talk YouTube to me channel... See? I know we only had, like, one piece of Disney news, but I'm like, we're going to stretch this out. There's this, what we do. So, there's this YouTube channel called Super Carlin Brothers. Have you heard of that channel? Not, not at all. The whole shtick is that they do a lot of videos about, like, Pixar and Disney movies. Uh-huh. And a lot of what, like, covering the Pixar theory, if you've heard of the Pixar theory.
1: Yeah, where it's all one connected universe. It's all universe. one connected universe, yeah. which
0: I actually buy a bit more.
1: I But... For every, I mean I don't think it's intentional but cars, like I yeah. can believe.
0: No, cars is
1: like the end. Cars is state. like yeah. No, wait, it's it's like their post-apocalyptic state where like yeah. everyone is everyone has passed away. So the
0: idea is that the pixar in the pixar theory like the entire universe is one big loop. Okay. Or it's like a a timeline that's been splintered off of a different timeline. Okay, great. Brave is supposed to be the first and last movie in the timeline. Because okay. like because of the doors, because the doors behave the same way that the doors do in like Monsters Inc. and there's this whole thing. It's actually pretty interesting. If you start watching videos all about right, it, you're like, right. I actually could see this. I'm, okay, I'm, I'm gonna watch a video about this. I'm down this, on this. But that's one of their whole it. things. Is like they covered yeah. like Pixar theory and stuff, but they, they also started doing just like regular Disney movies and these really wacky like fan theories. And one of the fan theories I saw them do was That Mulan is actually the Great Stone Dragon, not that like statue, yeah, or whatever. But like, none of the evidence is anything. It has like nothing to do with anything. Okay. And halfway through the video, I'm like, no, (laughs) (laughs) no, you lost me. This is nothing. Yeah,
1: that's a lot of the of how fan theory videos work for me, where it's just like they they start really strong, and then all of a sudden, like in the middle, and just like I. No.
0: Yeah, I am a firm believer in Star Wars Ring Theory, though. Yeah. Yeah. Star Wars Ring Theory is pretty, and I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna get into that, listeners. If you're really interested in what Star Wars Ring Theory is, you can go. There's a whole website. Pretty sure it's StarWarsRingTheory.com or something like that, and it's like a book at this point. Yeah. But it's a really interesting read. I wish they would just turn it into a book. I would read it that way.
1: <clears throat> I don't. Just turn into one long uh, epic. Ugh.
0: Or like a documentary or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would love to do that. I love
1: that kind of stuff. But
0: we're getting off track. But the yeah. the Mulan thing is a good point. I never thought of that. She's not actually a princess yet. Yeah. They make her into like a princess. And yep. the whole princess and the frog thing is interesting because she's not technically a princess either until she marries the prince. Yeah. And then at the end of like, the movie. So uh-huh. it's like we got to find a way. You know, although wasn't the frog always a
1: prince in <laughs> the so, in the right? old story? Yeah, he yeah he was always a prince.
0: Something like that. I don't yeah. I don't remember. Somebody can email in. Yeah, Main Street at Dorkcantita.com. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that can. We're fine. We're at like thirteen minutes. We can wrap up the Disney segment. All right. Well. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Going on to Star Wars. Yay. Yeah. From Kenner's Star Wars collection. Each sold
1: separately
0: large size Darth Vader with his lightsaber. Princess Leia, champion of the rebel cause. With her defender, Luke Skywalker. You can swing him into action on his grappling hook. And load Chewbacca's laser crossbow. Star Wars large size action figures. Up to 15 inches tall. And ready for action. Large-sized Darth Vader, Chewbacca, Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, each sold separately from Kenner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh... So, actually, we have a couple, I thought we had no Star Wars news. Yeah. We have a couple big Star Wars things to talk about. All right. actually I have the most is Star Wars stuff. Most of it's Star Wars stuff. That's fine. Yeah. So, uh, continuing from our first episode when we talked about Star Wars Battlefront, um, mm-hmm. there's a new piece of DLC coming out for Star Wars Battlefront called the Bespin Expansion Pack. Join legendary smuggler Lando Calrissian and cold-blooded bounty hunter Dengar, who we were just talking about Dengar. before the show. Or like nobody poor, cares about poor Dengar. Nobody cares about Dengar. Yeah, and, nobody and, wants his action figures.
1: Yeah, in in case you don't know who Dengar is, Dengar is the white dude in a turban mm-hmm. that is a bounty hunter that they seem to. Is keep he even in any of the movies? Oh wait, he is. He is. He's in that. He's in that scene where like everyone's like issuing like go find han solo or whatever right yeah and like he's sitting there in the background but he does he does nothing
0: the only reason he even has like a life of his own is because i know that he he shows up in a couple of the comics he shows up in the actual star wars marvel comics Uh they tried to make him into like a character and wasn't he in an episode of rebels was he? I feel like he showed up, and I was like, Aye. "Oh, that's that dude."
1: <laughs> I don't know. That. Yeah, I yeah, very possibly because that seems to be like a big thing within any of the Star Wars yeah. like car, you know comics or cartoons is that they just reach for you know any like did someone not have any lines? Okay, great. Now <laughs> we can yeah, use that like Bosk. Yeah, like Bosk. It's like, like, oh, let's
0: like, take Bosk and actually like.
1: Yeah, and actually do something with it, which was pretty cool. Yeah. It was was
0: pretty cool. I'll take that. I'll take that. Anyway, Dengar, they're going to the cloud city of Bespin. Not Beskin. (laughs) Bespin, take to the skies in a new cloud car vehicle and journey through Cloud City and the Administrator's Palace. The Bespin digital expansion will feature two new blasters to add to your arsenal no matter your preference of short or long-range combat. There will be something new to try out in Cloud City. Oh, that's the same sentence. Okay, I thought that was a whole new sentence. That's why I changed my inflection and was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Hunt enemies within the the BNIP laboratories or carbon freezing chamber. The carbon freezing chamber sounds tight. That sounds great. With the new X-8 Night Sniper and the EE-4 Blasters. I'm not going to read anymore. But if you own the Star Wars Battlefront uh, Season Pass, then you'll get it two weeks early on June 21st and it was July 5th was the was yep, the Yeah, July 5th. And if not you can buy it on July 5th for however much it is. It doesn't say here. I'm going to guess it's 14.99. That's
1: my theory. That seems about right. Probably. For probably like what? Two two new maps, two new heroes, two new guns, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. That's EA. It's usually expensive. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of how EA is. Uh yeah. but I mean that's cool. I'm glad that they're adding to the game, I mean, especially like with Bespin. That's one of the most iconic places that you can be. That definitely, that definitely makes it a little like. I'm I'm curious to see what the map they like the map layout is, because Bespin, like at least in the movies, was so much of like these you know circular platforms that surround these like cloud oil rigs in the sky that you know don't really have very much like wide open space it sounds like a lot of corridor to corridor fighting which could be cool because from what i remember about battlefront there's not much of that so it's a lot of wide open spaces it's a lot of wide open spaces and um you know and but that also it could also be interesting for like vehicular combat being like you know out in an a-wing or in a cloud car and having to then transfer into inside, or like being trying to support them outside while they're working on stuff inside. So, I mean, who knows? I don't know how they're who laying out their objectives. Who knows? So,
0: we'll have to do a video on that game at some point. We really should. It's it's okay, but we'll 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 get to it. Yeah. Anyway, going to some Star Wars movie news. Uh, Star Wars Rogue One reshoots. Mads Mikkelsen weighs in on controversy Good. saying quote it's still the same film which actually actually more stuff I think there was a Hollywood Reporter article yeah. um, maybe like a day after we recorded the last episode where they mm-hmm. talked about how a lot of the rumors and stuff that like 40% of the movie was getting reshot and stuff were bogus and that the yeah. execs were f- furiously frantic was bogus uh-huh. and all this other stuff. And they said that it's just like totally blown out of proportion. That these reshoots have been scheduled since before they even started shooting the movie. Yep, and that a lot of the scenes that were gonna get filmed after the fact. Yeah, or a lot of the scenes that were, they're gonna film in the reshoots, mm-hmm. quote unquote, were are, are like scenes between scenes where there's like a little bit more exposition between characters and a little bit more dialogue on things. Great. Um, and, the, and in, and in those, they're supposed to kind of lighten it up a little bit and make it feel more like a star Wars movie. But uh, let me, let me go on and read, uh, read this or uh, a little bit as article it says over the last few weeks, the number of conflicting reports concerning the ongoing rogue one, a star Wars story reshoots have been growing exponentially. One detailed how 40% of the film is said to be redone, the tone being lightened to match The Force Awakens, while more defensive articles have asserted that the reshoots are merely standard practice. In an interview with the independent actor Mads Mikkelsen spoke candidly about the reshoots, saying director Gareth Edwards is merely adding uh, the final polish to the film. He added that Disney is not particularly worried about the conflicting reports as it is quote, free publicity for the film. Um. And uh, but uh, he 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 says like, something like people were asking him like, "Are you a villain or whatever in it?" And he's he's like, "Uh, no." Oh, here's more of the interview. Okay, I found more of the interview. It's got one of those dumb like read more buttons. I thought yeah. I was. I hate those. Just I keep my computer alive. Um. So they asked him about the the reshoots or whatever. He says, basically, all big films I have done always have reshoots. It is part of their budget. They're either not super happy with the scene bit, the way we were acting, or maybe there's something they want to add. It's not a new thing. It happens with every film. Whether it's bigger or less, I have no idea. I have nothing to compare with. It's the same film. It's just adding little bits here and there to do the final polishing. That's my feeling. Great. And, uh,
1: yeah. So, stop worrying, everybody. Yeah. and Everything's fine. And, like, that's also always been the Star Wars formula, is, like, serious, serious, serious main scene, and then, like, a tiny scene that is a connective piece that is a little funny. Mm-hmm. They I break mean, up the seriousness. Exactly. Like it, And that's the best <laughs> way to do it, and it's kind of what just needs to happen. It's just, you know... That's that sort of like pacing of like two serious, one funny or so kind of that rhythm is usually a hallmark of that of that whole, you yeah.
0: know, you know, I mean, that's IP. why that's why characters like R2D2 and C3PO exist. Yeah, because it's all like crazy stuff's happening. Uh huh. They're like, you know, tripping over something Ooh, or whatever. And oh, that, yeah, totally. Yeah. One of my favorite examples is, like, the trash compactor in episode four. Because I just watched episode four again recently. Yeah. Where they're all in the trash compactor. Yep. And they shut everything down. And then they're all yelling. And c 3 is like, listen to them. They're we dying. Them. Yeah, they're dying.
1: <laughs> like, and that scene would be yeah. absolutely horrifying if yeah. <laughs> those two characters weren't there. Yeah. Like, if it wasn't written that way, that, like just just think about it with like the zero comedic effect it would be like yeah they're getting squished and skewered and yeah because i remember that being like scary to me as a kid and then whenever like c3po and r2d2 would talk it would make me laugh and it would be funny again yeah so like i don't know it the system works is yeah. what i'm saying
0: but also like they're all yelling Happy and laughing after, yeah. And then they kind of like use the humor to get you on the same level.
1: That's true, yeah. As the characters, uh-huh. and
0: also it's just like funny things often happen between serious things in life. I That's find, true, yeah. And it and it makes you uh, connect a bit more with the narrative. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe I'm looking too deep into it, but I don't know. I think it's fine. Yeah. So I'm I'm I'm, ex- I'm still really hyped for Rogue One. Oh, and I'm hoping so we get. Excited. I'm hoping we get a proper trailer at celebration, yeah. which I imagine yeah. we will.
1: I'm I'm still hoping that they use the guys from the raid in a more like compelling manner. Mhm. Like because they were they were underutilized in, in in Force Awakens and I'm just glad to see that they're back in some you know aspect because they like as a huge martial arts film fan myself, they that those two movies the raid and the raid 2 which are totally not fit for kids like <laughs> you should like if you are an adult and listening to this and you like martial arts movies go watch them because they completely redefine what you know action movie choreography should be and it's amazing and so go check them out and they were in the the same guys were also in force awakens like i said and they're also in rogue one and i want to see how they use these incredible performers and these incredible martial artists because rogue one has so many new ideas as far as like just star wars lore and storytelling that we haven't ever seen on a big screen and also in a lot of the small screen ways too so i just I really want them to start exploring that, especially with these like one off movies. And I think if Rogue One does it very well, then, well, we can actually start seeing more of that
0: for sure. And speaking of people that were doing something in one thing and are now doing that same thing in another thing. Yeah. John Williams confirmed to score Indiana Jones 5 and Star Wars Episode eight. So this is pretty big news.
1: Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> that pretty much confirms that, like, I mean, because we all knew Indy 5 was eventually coming when they sort of announced it. 2018, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 2018. But it 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 hadn't really sunk in for me yet of just, like, this is a real thing. Like, I was like, oh, this, this is a project that they're doing. But because of how, you know, Indy 4 went, like maybe they'll just you know throw it back in the can
0: go back to basics
1: yeah do that that's
0: I, all we want from Indiana Jones like we just want it to go back to basics yeah
1: like i mean that's that's what anyone wants is yeah. that i mean that's why that's why the uncharted series did I'm so really well that's why all that happened also, about what about indy 5
0: just like how are they going to have harrison ford running around being indiana jones still are they just going to pretend like know. four never happened I hope so. <laughs> I almost feel like at this point, like, Harrison Ford should just, I don't know, like, it should just be like a story that's told in the past, and they should just have someone like Chris Pratt or something play Indy. I think they could get away with it at this point. Or do you think I, they should treat it like James Bond? See, what I want to d- what I want... Okay. Uh this is what I really want. Segue to Indiana Jones moments. Yeah, Go. <laughs> the, the indie segment <laughs> yeah. as we'll have on this show cuz now it's a Disney property. Although I was like, "Oh, we should cover Indiana Jones like in Disney probably." I mean maybe, but whatever. Whatever. We're we're, 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 we're doing it now. We're, we're doing a lot. We're in too deep. Yep. You know all you need to know. John Williams is going to be doing episode 8. Because okay. he was like, I'm not, No one else can write music for Daisy Ridley. Only I can. Although, to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, uh, uh, Ray's theme is probably the most memorable piece of
1: music in the entire. Well, that's soundtrack. that's another thing about that soundtrack, which we should talk before we jump to Indie. Yeah. Um, is that most of most of Force Awakens? The reason that I really like thought that the soundtrack was cool was that it's mostly done in a fugue. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if you picked up on that at all. But it's it's done in like a fugue, which a fugue is like a uh, it takes other themes from the th- from the things that have been in previous musics and like previous scores, and then combines it in a different key and different types and runs them all together. Which was why like a lot of the Force Awakens soundtrack isn't super memorable until it gets to the major moments of the movie, like Ray's theme and like all and you know like whenever kylo ren and han solo have their fated meeting and like all of these things like that's when it shines through because the rest is like john williams kind of drawing upon the fact that force awakens was an amalgamation of what the original trilogy was and so i'm glad to see that he's going to do that like he's going to be back because i would i want to see how he evolves his Music as far as all of that goes, because the fact that he's trying something new that isn't like, just like, we're going to all play the same thing. We're all going to have the same theme and we're going to do this. Like, mm-hmm. I'm glad to see that he's doing something different. Cause he's a very good composer who I don't think it's to stretch his legs very often. Yeah. As far as like what he can do versus what he does.
0: Right. Um, but another thing I like that he does well, I, I, I like this in general, is, like, especially in musicals, they'll, like, revisit those, you know, like, the melodies or whatever. Oh, the reprises, yeah. Yeah. Um, he does that a lot, too. He does. In terms of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, when, like, a certain character pops up, it's, like, their theme starts playing or, like, one oh, yeah. moment is revisited or something. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Princess Leia is the best example <laughs> of that for me. Yeah. Is that anytime she shows up, it's just, like, Princess Leia theme, go. Yeah. And yeah, like, here we go.
0: Anyway, the yeah. indie thing. Back to indie. So indie what Iron. I really want to happen, I want this to be the last Indiana Jones movie that Harrison Ford does. Yeah. I love Harrison Ford, but, you know, he's, he's getting old. I want Glenn from The Walking Dead <laughs> <laughs> to be short round, and oh, I want him and Harrison Ford to go on, like, one last adventure in yeah. Indy 5. Yeah just have like a thing and then i want at the end of the movie they give the fucking damn it they give the fedora <laughs> they give the fedora it's always in the star wars segment it's because we get too real <laughs> yeah every time we're in the star wars segment we curse and i have to go blurp it out yep i want him to give the fedora to short round and then short and then just have glenn from the walking dead be the new indiana jones
1: that's what i The want. hat and the whip
0: yeah. Well, yeah. No. You yeah. Don't, you don't get to keep the whip. The whip is mine. <laughs> <laughs> the whip is mine.
1: <laughs>
0: that's that's really what I want. I think that would
1: be awesome. That would be great. That would be a great way to end it. That would yeah. be an awesome way. You got to gotta pass yeah. the
0: torch at some point.
1: Yeah, and I think that they saw how successful that was with the Force Awakens. It would not surprise me if that's what they try to do with this one as well. Yeah. Because this is because indie is. A, it can be a very lucrative and pretty big property Mm -hmm. if they just let it be that instead of like hamstringing it by, you know, like that Harrison Ford is getting older and like maybe they're hamstrung by like the the, uh, movies of the past. Like they just need to move on beyond that Mm -hmm. and just decide that like, no, we're going to move forward into this. And also, yeah, having short round comeback would be awesome because like, but taken seriously. Yeah, well, cuz he'd be older and also be like, "No, don't stop he'd calling also be me Glen." Sh- yeah, so, <laughs> st- stop calling me short round. My name is Glenn. Like His name's <laughs> just, not really Glen. I know, but, <laughs> but like that's I, I I'm not going to make up a name on the spot. I know. Um but yeah, like that would be really really great.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I really want I really want that to happen. I think it's that's such a cool such a cool idea! And I'm not the person who made that up. I've heard, I heard that on like a podcast, and then yeah. and then like literally everyone was like, "That's good, dude!" And then it became, <laughs> and then they just kept ha- hammering it on. Like every week, they're like, "Make short round indie." I mean, maybe, Glenn from The Walking Dead. <laughs> maybe it'll
1: happen because like it's. I mean, you see this in a lot of other media right now, where people are taking fan theories and just being like, "You know what? That's better than anything else that we came up with." Yeah. So let's do that. It's
0: true. Um also just a lot of these old franchises I don't want them to like make Indy 5 with Harrison Ford and then be like let's just reboot Indiana Jones with you know whoever the young hotness is like Chris Pratt or whatever. While I think Chris Pratt would do awesome. Yes. As uh I almost call I almost said he would be awesome as Harrison Ford. I think he'd be <laughs> well think, because that's what that is. Yeah, I think he would be awesome <laughs> as Indiana Jones. But at the same time, it's like you just yeah you're just changing the dude's face. You know. Yeah. I want I want you to to like just continue on. Just keep it in like the 60s because that's when yeah it 50s was when four happened or was it like 61? I want to say it was 60s. It was like early. 60s. It was 60s. like early sixties. Okay, which keep, was why, w- which was why Nazis time. were so weird. They weren't Nazis. They were though. Nazis. No, they were Russian. Oh, that's right. Yeah, getting all the. Yeah, everything they were we like used. communists, but they weren't like part of the Russian government. They were like some weird offshoot. Great. Yeah, I don't know Great. something like that. But keep it in the sixties. That's awesome, and because uh, that's part of like you can't make modern Indiana Jones. Half of the thing is that it's like it takes place in like the like, you know, the whole there's still things left to discover out there. Now it's yeah. like we know we've pretty much seen
1: everything. Unless you yeah. wanted to go with Space Indian Jones. Space Jones? No, Space I, don't, Jones. I don't want that. I, I mean If you're gonna do that, I make an
0: Adam Strange movie. Yeah. That would be rad. Yeah. That's it. Talk about a I mean, I know it's That's not a, a Marvel character, no. but talk about a character that is due for a comeback.
1: At some point soon, like they're especially in the modern day, that's such a cool concept. Mm-hmm. And we're getting closer and closer to you know exp- you know bringing back characters that we just never thought would be around anymore. So, right, that just seems to be a state that we're in. I mean, look yeah. at Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: Yeah, it, it that would be DC's Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it would be. Make it like a little because I know it's not really humorous or whatever. Make it a little humorous. Uh huh. You can even make it a Netflix show. Oh, I would watch that. it's like every couple that. of episodes, he's beaming to some other planet. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Dude, I'm down. Why isn't this happening now? <laughs> Adam Strange, man. I really like Adam Strange, and I don't know anything about him other than that. I just know he beams to, like, planets, and he's got a ray gun. He's got one of those cool suits from, that's, like, the
1: 20s. You know, I'm sure there's way more to know, but that's about all I it's got. That's all about all there is. Yeah, man. exactly. Like, it's, it's, if, if you're looking for a baseline. Yeah. Um... But yeah uh john williams john, john williams episode eight uh, i yeah. think that's
0: cool because nobody thought he was going to be doing it yeah he was old and we were like "Yeah, this is the last yeah it,
1: it, he was very much like yeah this is my last ride i don't really want to do it anymore because from what i understood he was having a lot of people come in and like help him out with various things right or whatever and, and like just like more assistance than he usually had but i I, th- I i think he just he just he just doesn't want to give it up like and that's fine and that's good like that's fine it gives yet another feeling of continuity between you know with 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 everything and like yeah i
0: hope that john williams is like Tupac and that they just keep finding al- albums from him like
1: <laughs> and he comes back yeah, in a hologram he, it's like every time and... a star wars movie
0: comes out john williams comes back from the dead to like drop a new album please <laughs> that would be great oh my god anyway um, I think that's it.
1: Yeah, that's, that's it for
0: Star Wars. Yeah. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Spins a
2: web, any size, catches thieves, just like guys. Look out,
0: here comes Actually, the Spider-Man. Yeah. tell me about, okay, welcome back, welcome to our, mar- <laughs> <laughs> welcome to our Marvel segment. Uh, I had a little bit of a stumble there. Um.
1: Yes, welcome back.
0: <sighs> While I look for the other news that we were supposed to talk about, yeah, I know that you were supposed to tell me about someone called like the Grandmaster or something. Yes, yeah. Jeff Goldblum. Did I get that right?
1: Uh, yeah, y- yes. I almost yes. called him the Great Master, and I was like, I don't think that's right. No, it's 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 the Grandmaster, and okay. uh, so this is the character that Jeff Goldblum will be playing in Thor Ragnarok, and yeah. um, it's so. Grandmaster is one of those characters that doesn't have a whole lot of Marvel lore behind him he kind of just shows up he's sort of the kind of like the collector in that way where he just sort of shows up is a thing he's one of those he's one of the old like eternals from way back when the universe began and he is obsessed with gamesmanship like he likes to go play chess on a huge scale with actual people. And there have been many times where he's like shown up to earth and been like, Hey, Dr. Doom, I'm challenging you with the Avengers because I want this thing from you. And instead of using my all powerful everything to just take it, I'd rather have my, have these guys fight you because I like games
0: because I'm Jeff Goldblum.
1: Exactly. And basically that's the rundown of the grandmaster. And the only thing that else is really going on with it is that, Jeff Goldblum has been very adamant about it like that this guy is going to be like a hedonist, he's going to be super eccentric, he's going to be like excitable, he's going to be very much about living life, which is really cool for an immortal character that's like not bored with life. And mm-hmm. the other and, and, and one of the rumors is that he's going to be uh he's going to be in charge of some gladiatorial games in Thor Ragnarok, which also yeah Yeah, planet hulk sakar um and like that leads more into that theory granted though the grandmaster is not involved in the planet hulk comics but planet hulk i don't know if like i mean there, there was an animated film of it and it was okay like i'm glad that they're not going to planet hulk like verbatim especially because that sets up a lot of things and if they're trying to avoid having a just straightforward hulk movie they would change it yeah they would have to and um apparently they are that's 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 the thing Yeah. yeah and so but i i love the idea of a you know thor gets kicked out of asgard and has to go you know is stuck with the hulk at this you know cosmic arena and with the fact of all of these characters interacting and this also leads more into like I think I have a feeling that the Guardians of the Galaxy are gonna end up showing up at some point. That was point a rumor in that movie that at
0: least Star Lord was gonna show up.
1: I I hope it's more than Star Lord. Uh mainly just because that would be a very good intro for that. Um and like there needs to start being some more connective, you know, thoughts other yeah. than like Thanos is screwing with us I don't like Thanos like we need we need more than just that if especially if they're going to start to become bigger and bigger players which I mean I don't really mind if they do or don't I kind of enjoy them being off on their own like weird thing especially because like whenever I've ever seen the Guardians of the Galaxy next to the Avengers it feels weird to me but I think it's supposed to feel weird because, so, I mean, the Guardians are kind of, I mean, they're like the alien cosmic Avengers. Right. And so, with all of that, and with Jeff Goldblum joining the cast, uh, Thor Ragnarok, I think, is going to be pretty fun for me. And uh, It sounds awesome. Man, I... I love it. Thor Hulk buddy cop movie? Like, yeah. Someone could have just pitched that, and I would have been like, great. Can yeah. I, when can I give you money? Yeah. Especially after, like, Thor 2 was kind of...
0: I didn't really think it was all that great. It, it was like dark elves, and I went cool. And then it was like they're so dark; they just want everything to be dark. And I'm like, that's kind of lame. That it, <laughs> it is. It,
1: it's pretty lame. And unfortunately, they because Thor, for, the the Thor movies tend to have this thing about them where they introduce the greater threat that's going to be like occurring mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, like you know in. In Thor 1, we get introduced to Loki and all of those kinds of things. And, like, you know, the the whole fact of that, you know, Asgard isn't a magical place. It's a cosmic place. It's just another planet that happens to very artistically use its technology. Um, and with all of these ideas and things going on, then we also, like, Thor 2 introduced us to more of, like, the Infinity Stones and things like that, and showed us that, oh, these things are going to be a real problem. Oh, no. You know, like, okay. So then we, like, so it kind of dropped the seeds. So what I'm really hoping for is because we've, we already know where we're going. Like, unless, like, Thanos is showing up in this next one, which I kind of I'd really doubt I've, I I doubt and I hope not. Other than like maybe he has a small cameo of like watching the Grand Master's Coliseum and watching Thor and Hulk just there. Be, yeah, like I would love for him to just be sitting there and watching. Yeah. And then when and then when inevitably you know stuff goes awry, he can go, oh, I'm out of here. Yeah, and then like you know puts his green butt out of there. It'd be cool if it was like him
0: and a bunch of other just cosmic beings or whatever, just kind of chilling.
1: Well, I think that's what I think that's what's going to happen is that it's going to be like him and a bunch of other cosmic beings just hanging out. Like, I wish that they had the rights to Galactus because I would love to see Galactus just oh, sitting. They there. don't. That's They right. don't because of the whole fantastic. But just Florida imagining debacle. Galactus like hovering over, like his eyeball. Just, like, oh yeah, yeah. Over just this, just like, like looking over the side. He's got a big magnifying glass. Galactus is such a cool thing. I. I. I hope that if they ever do regain the rights, they don't use the, they don't use him in a big giant purple suit idea. Like, there's another form of Galactus in uh, the Ultimate Universe comics, Uh which is that it's a giant swarm of of ships Mm -hmm. that deconstruct worlds for their own energy and things like that and they kind of like form the galactus like head silhouette whenever they're in formation Mm. it was it was a little more neat and a more for me anyway like more believable more modern yeah more more modern than in being uh, especially because galactus has always been one of those things of like he's a force of nature you can't talk to him we can't stop him and inevitably they talk to him and like chill him out somehow and they're like yo
0: you can eat a different planet but not anybody
1: else not this one. Not this planning. Buddy. Like, all right. Yeah. And <laughs> But yeah, like seeing seeing all of them in the crowd would be super neat. And um, yeah, it's it's going to be a good – it's going to be an interesting thing. And I'm glad that they – back to my original point of how Thor is always an introduction. I'm glad that they're tackling something that's more of a Thor problem yeah. instead of being like we have to use this movie – To introduce the next five steps of Mm -hmm. the program. Like, it's just like, we're going to actually be able to chill out. We're going to have, like, an interesting villain, which I don't even know if the Grandmaster is actually going to be a real villain. We can get real wacky with it, too. Yeah, we can get really interesting and really wacky with it. And, like, the fact that they're not, most likely, from what I understand, they're not going to Earth at all. Mm -hmm. Like, except for maybe once. Like, I think that's awesome. He's just like, yo, Natalie. I need to be gone. I need some space, girl. For a little
0: bit, just because of Planet Hulk. And she's like, I don't know what any of those words are. And then he just teleports away. Yeah,
1: I don't know what any of those words are, but you're so handsome. And he's like,
0: yeah. You know it. You yeah. know it, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, And just twirls his head. I had a, I had a well. question I remembered. Yeah. I was
0: going to ask you. Because hmm. uh, we were talking about connecting things and, yeah. in terms of Guardians. How How... How much of the general audience do you think has no idea that Guardians of the Galaxy is supposed to be connected to the
1: larger Marvel universe? I feel like most people do. At this point, I think most people know. But it was one of those things of, like, whenever they first brought it out, everyone was like, Guardians of the what? Yeah. Who... What is this? It's a yeah. Marvel movie. I don't understand. I'm gonna be
0: honest. I thought it looked terrible. That first oh, trailer yeah. where like they're in jail or whatever. I was like, Oh, really? This looks awful. Oh, I
1: I I loved it yeah. from minute one. But
0: then, but I didn't even know what the Guardians of the Galaxy were. Yeah. And then uh, the second trailer, I went, All right. But then like the first five minutes of the movie, like, gets, yeah,
1: sucks you in immediately.
0: Yeah. And you're Just like, Oh my god, I'm, yeah. I'm, I love this.
1: See, I had a. Um Growing up, I had a uh, crazy uncle, who um, still have a crazy uncle. Uh, but he basically gave me a giant crate of comics, which actually they're all they're all real close to us right now. But it's a giant crate of like really old comics, like it has like Fantastic Four number one in there and like all this other stuff. None of them are like kept in super good condition, um, which you know, okay, whatever. But the main thing was is that like I got to. Because it was just like, here's a bunch of comics, little Danny. Okay. And then I just got to, you know, go through all of them and, like, learn about all of these, like, weird and different ideas. Because he liked a bunch of weird comics. And he tried a lot of weird things. And -hmm. and Guardians of the Galaxy was in there. And and it was, I mean, it is a far cry different than the movie interpretation. Mm -hmm. But it at least gave me some frame of reference when I was like, oh, it's that raccoon thing. The raccoon thing, yeah. Because like I, 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 remembered reading about like Rocket Raccoon and Groot whenever I was, you know, like seven, eight, somewhere mm-hmm. in there, and like, but not really caring because I was like, okay, so I only have this one issue of it. Okay, moving on. And so like, whenever it came out, I was like, oh, holy crap! I gotta, I gotta catch up on this just to see what, what this is. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I started catching up, and I was like, this is super weird yeah this is super duper weird. It's gonna make a fun movie <laughs> like and so did make a fun movie oh yeah and and they totally like amped up you know Peter Quill's connection to the past through through music, which like was as far as the things that I have read is much more of a movie interpreted thing mm-hmm. so that's cool. But it, I think it grounds
0: it. Oh, completely. It's, like,
1: without that, it would be something crazy. Yeah.
0: And what's great about it is it's all, like, 80s songs, which we've all heard to death.
1: Well, yeah. So it's like yeah. the
0: minute... ABC comes on or something, you're like, oh my god!
1: Yeah, well, it's a ballad opera. 5! yeah. It's a ballad opera. You 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 know what those are, yeah? Nope. So ballad opera is a form of theater. I uh, could
0: have been like, I could have been like, I do, but explain it explain for the it to audience. The viewers.
1: <laughs> you're listening to an honest podcast, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. I'm an honest person. Uh, I don't, I don't tell
0: you, or I will. So tell you. That's so I'm ballad operas, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: ballad operas are a form of theater that uh, basically they use uh current pop songs to make a musical and like it used to be a thing where like way back in the day where bars would or you know taverns or whatever would just be like okay what songs are people playing in the streets right now okay well we're gonna use those songs and we're just gonna do it and 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 that's kind of where a lot of drinking songs came from and things like that because you would just go and you would see this ballad opera that like the plot would change but the songs never would you know, and mm-hmm. it would just be this musical that just unfolded in front of you, but everyone knew the words, so everyone could sing sounds along, like that movie Across the Universe. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. I did it. You did. You connected the dots. I knew what that was. No, <laughs> <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> I, was I didn't know what that was. All right, y'all.
0: We all learned something today. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I, I am really excited about Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, it just uh, sounds yeah. super fun. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think I think that. Oh no no no. That's wait. not it. Yeah. That's not it. Yeah. There you have one, stuff. There you is have one stuff. last piece of news. I remember. I almost just closed this show out, and then I was I like, "I know, no, dude, wait we got other
1: stuff." I mean, got at least one thing.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, Norman Reedus, you might know him as uh, uh, dude with the crossbow from Walking Dead. <laughs> I don't know why I can't remember his name, Daryl. I haven't watched Walking Dead since like season three, so I don't know. Uh, Norman Reedus is ready to kickstart. A Ghost Rider reboot, and what I mean by that, because there was some confusion when we were talking about it earlier, Hello. I do not mean using <laughs> kickstarter.com. Hey, honest mistake. I know. It's it's weird how like words and stuff change. Syntax is weird. Yeah.
1: Etymology is weird. Yeah.
0: Anyway, uh, this is from the AV Club. Uh, Norman Reedus is spending part of his The Walking Dead hiatus stumping for his other AMC show, Ride with Norman Reedus. I didn't know that was a show. That's a show? (laughs) (laughs) Apparently. I'm going to guess. I think we're missing out. I was just going to guess, but then I saw the next sentence. says, the six-episode reality series features Reedus traveling around America with a buddy to visit the usual biker haunts, like bike shops, tattoo parlors, bars, and restaurants frequented by chopper enthusiasts. So apparently, Norman Reedus also actually really likes motorcycles. For reals. Is Cool, good on him, man. Um Okay, I don't care about this. I wanna know his other thing. Alright. Um <laughs> Reedus is no stranger to comic book adaptations having played Scud in Blade Two. What? Wait what? No way. Apparently that's a thing. All right.
1: I didn't know that. Surprise. And while he thinks
0: Nicolas Cage uh, uh, acquitted himself admirably in his two Ghost Rider films, you're being way that, too that, generous. That is a polite <laughs> way to put that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Okay. coughs> yeah. Oh, my God.
0: Um, there's no denying that Rita's would fit right into the film's. You know what? Okay, I'm just gonna skip all this because this article is just
1: burying the lead. Yeah, no, so it's, deep. It's just it's just trying to word. Norman Reedus way. wants
0: to be Ghost Rider. What do you Let think about that? Let it happen. Do you think Ghost Rider is even a cool character? Because I think Ghost Rider is kind of lame.
1: I think Ghost Rider is a cool character in conjunction with other characters. Okay, that's my main thing. Well, also, like he's a great character to have show up when like. Everything is breaking down and it's just becoming a magical poop show. Mm -hmm. Um, Like seeing Ghost Rider show like this is going to sound really weird, but seeing Ghost Rider show up in like a in like a later movie of Doctor Strange would actually fit and would actually be very neat. thought you are going to say Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, like Ghost Rider Thanos crossed Thanos. Over. Like, brrr, And, and those... then everything's exploding and lighting yeah. on fire, because that's what's supposed to happen, is that, like, he just, in, in flaming skull mode, he causes all the collateral damage. Like, he's bringing hell with him. Yeah. And that's what's supposed to be happening. And, I mean, Ghost Rider is not my favorite character, but, I mean, like... I mean, I think we touched on it earlier is that like if they can make Guardians of the Galaxy into this super engaging and interesting thing, I think they can do the same thing with Ghost Rider. But my only issue with Ghost Rider is that like he is so cripplingly serious.
0: But he's also just like such a product of like the late 80s, he is. early 90s. He really is. It's like I'm wearing all leather and I got a flaming
1: skull head and chains yeah. and I'm cool I feel like he was like, uh, I mean, like I don't know the I don't know the comics history. So if someone out there really wants to correct me, please go for it. I feel like he might have been Marvel's answer to Lobo. Maybe was Lobo and created around the same time. I, you don't even know. I don't even know. <laughs> I just I just know that like to me Lobo is, you know, is Space Ghost Rider. <laughs> like that's yeah. kind of how it is. It's just. Which, which, which it does is another, feel yeah.
0: super early 90s where it was like, we got to be cool and rad and motorcycles are cool and, and everybody rad. everybody on our comics has to be ripped. yeah, and yeah it's Just oh. They got to be a bicep with eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> a jet plane of biceps. Yeah.
1: It's just, I don't know.
0: I don't, I, I don't know about that.
1: Yeah, I'm not, I'm not super invested. I mean, if it comes out and it's... Well, hold on. Was Ghost Rider, like, was that a Marvel the no. foray or was that a Fox one? It was again? a Fox thing. Okay, I might not be interested.
0: And I think f- didn't Fox like remake it that one year so that they could keep the movie rights? Like literally, Probably. that's the only reason they did it. They did it on like such a low budget with such like nobodies and stuff, and put it in theaters just so they could be like, "We're still using the trademark." or whatever. Yeah, we're gonna keep this uh, for yeah. later reasons. Because they. Because to keep a copyright, you have to you have to prove that you're still um, mm-hmm. actively using it. Yeah. Otherwise, it gets forfeit. Well, I uh, I,
1: I feel like that they're um, with the whole Fox and Marvel thing. Like I feel like it's since since they did what they did with Spider Man, and now that there's a rights sharing thing, I feel like if Spider Man Homecoming does well, which I Honestly, I don't see why it wouldn't. I think it's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be awesome. There are already like Iron Man's going to be in it, like possibly Captain America's going to be in it, like they're trying to throw at it like all of these really cool plot hooks and really interesting ideas. Bet and bet Michael Keaton's the villain. I bet if like, Captain
0: America's in it it's just like him and Spider Man getting street meat or something. Dude, that's I hope my- <laughs> so. I like
1: that's all I want actually. They're is, just like, you wanna go get a one dollar pizza? Like oh, that would be so cool. Go get some two bros. Yeah. <laughs> or some Giro. Oh I, I miss gyro. Street Meat, Josh. I know. There's you know. no street meat here. There's none. Carl. It's and if you find any, civilized. do not eat it. No, no. Actually, there's a taco truck, way on the other side. Well, we will talk about this taco truck later. We'll taco about it. Yes, we'll taco about it. Anyway, um, so yeah, Ghost Rider. That's my thoughts. I mean, like, I'm sure you can make it interesting somehow. But I, the only time I have ever seen it like truly interesting for me was in. the video game ultimate alliance that was a good game it was a good game and there's a one point where they all go to hell and they meet ghost rider because ghost rider takes them on a tour of hell he's
0: like hey you want to see the pad
1: yeah wait (laughs) i think i'm thinking of x-men legends 2 doesn't matter they're kind of the same game
0: there's yeah the listeners are like i don't even i don't even know
1: yeah but uh I'll look this up and I'll come back to it, Uh, because everyone clearly needs to know. (laughs) Oh
0: my god, Um, that's
1: funny. Yeah. So other than that, the only thing I have is Kenneth Choi joining the cast of Spider-Man: Homecoming as Spider-Man's principal of his school. That's it.
0: I saw that too. Yeah. Um, Yeah. There's not much to.
1: Yeah. There's not much to glean into that other than like say there. Other than like, oh, cool, another really good actor. Great.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. I get I, I. yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm okay. I think I'll be okay with yeah. just not, you know. Just not. I don't want ghostwriter. Okay. Fine. Right, <laughs> I'm okay. Fair. I'm sure there's somebody out there that's like, yeah. I bet if oh. Netflix did it, they could probably do it. Okay. I think if
1: they I, I think if they did it they could do it pretty well, especially if it was Ghost Rider just like riding the streets of the US like not necessarily like locked down in any one place cuz i mean you have a motorcycle make that like a big part of it and then that could be more interesting yeah
0: i could yeah i could see that
1: anyway i think that's it well hold on we oh, you got ma- more no i just i <laughs> i just have a question that cuz oh, yeah. cuz we keep asking this to you and you keep saying no have you seen Daredevil Season two yet? No, okay, all right, well, then that's it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, like, s- <laughs> well, here's the thing. I've been watching and by watching i mean i watched finally watched a second episode of <laughs> uh uh man in the high Castle all right um to which my friend said, "You still haven't watched that and I said no um but yeah i'm I'm kind of doing that right now okay fine slowly all right incredibly slowly i'm just
1: saying we need to have (coughs) we need to have a bugle about it a bugle yeah we gotta have a bugle special bugle
0: let's have a bugle about it yeah we can do that we should do that anyway wow we actually did an hour all right like we're not gonna do an hour and then we did an hour yeah anyway this has been the main street bugle podcast about disney star wars and marvel stuff you want to find out more, you can go to bit.ly slash street bugle. We're also located on iTunes. If you could please give us a like and a review. It goes a long way to helping the show get noticed. And uh if you do that, well actually I'll read I'll read it on the air. I'll do it.
1: Yeah. We, we will read your comments. Don't test me. Oh, it'll and be intact. Actually
0: test me, because I would yeah. do it. I wanna I wanna read these good reviews yeah. and I wanna I want you guys to help get the word out. Um and if you want to send any email in, we'll answer questions on the air at some point as soon as we get some mail. Uh, you can send that mail to Street at DorkCantina, all one word, dot com. And uh, we will see you guys
1: later. Yeah. Have a great day, everybody. Bye.
2: Bye.